Hello and welcome to Buildings of Tomorrow. My name is John Lester and in today's episode we're talking about taking a people-centric approach to room automation in the application of museums. I'm joined today by Jonathan Copley, a Marketing Manager for Room Automation at Siemens Smart Infrastructure. Jonathan, thank you for joining us. Thank you, John. We've talked about people-centric room automation and the effect it can have on the people, the users of the building. How does this apply specifically to museums? Well, I know you're a big fan of visiting museums and art galleries. Every John, day, yeah. And you'll be aware that these places, they contain valuable objects, valuable arch uh, artifacts. For example, ancient books, um, paintings, ivory objects, wooden uh, things of historic value. And all of these things are very sensitive to humidity. Mm -hmm. And if you want to preserve them for future generations, of course, you need to control humidity. But this is not the only factor when you're thinking about room automation, because in the end, also, there is the visitor to the museum. And what about the visitor experience? You want your visitors to come back Another week, you want them to give a good feedback to their friends and say, hey, you have to visit this exhibition or gallery. And you also want them to spend money whilst you're there. All of these institutions tend to have problems with finances and they have a restaurant, they have a shop. And the question is, how can room automation improve the revenue generation for the organization? Okay, so it's, it's beyond just the traditional consideration that we have of preserving the, the artifacts and the, the actual pieces that sit within the museum, and more about also taking into account those that, that turn up. Because as you say, you want them to enjoy themselves, you want them to spend some money, you want to spend some time to be comfortable and be happy to hang out there and have a really good time. So how do we do this? What are the, some of the things we can take into consideration? Well, naturally, you need to control temperature. I've also, maybe you have too, I've certainly been in, in galleries that are too hot yeah. and you want to just get out. Mm -hmm. uh, but also the levels of CO2 are important. If it's too stuffy inside with high levels of CO2, uh, then you start going to sleep, you can't concentrate. Maybe you say, oh, let's just go home and relax mm -hmm. instead. Um, also, you need to look at other things um, like uh, the, the level of volatile organic compounds, um, maybe from cleaning materials or other potential sources of poisonous gases. And you can contain, you can monitor and control these things by having the appropriate sensors and automation systems behind that. So not just focusing on the, the people themselves and not just focusing on the artifacts, but bringing both of those worlds together, because I'm sure that there's a balance that can be reached. No, that's absolutely right. And you control these parameters uh, by uh, heating control, of course, heating and cooling, but also the ventilation system. And there uh, we still consider uh, very seriously the energy efficiency and you want to get the best balance between the air quality in the museum or gallery and the energy consumption. Um, sometimes you just pump loads of air through, uh, we call it constant air volume mm -hmm. uh, systems, um, but this can waste a lot of energy if you're at the same time measuring the in indoor climate and then adjusting the ventilation uh, to give you the, the right levels, then you can also save energy. So you have to balance all of these things in your room automation system. And you have to be quite flexible as well because uh, a museum or an art gallery, these are one of these places that uh, during the evening you still have to control the space uh, very accurately. But during the day you could have at lunchtime on a Tuesday, maybe not so many people, but uh, lunchtime on a Saturday, 
thousands of people in the same space. So it's a very fluctuating and very dynamic uh, area to try and control. Indeed, and this is why it's important to have sensors that continuously monitor uh, the levels of the climate parameters and then adjust accordingly. And as you say, if everyone leaves the museum, you can turn the lights off or down, you can uh, reduce the, uh, the flow of air and the supply of heating or cooling and really save a lot of energy. But the first step is really understanding to a, a very high level of accuracy exactly what's happening within the space. Yeah, and of course, having the right mechanical equipment uh, to achieve to react to these that. results, yes. Great. Thank you very much. Thank you. And thank you all for joining us here on Buildings of Tomorrow. Please like, share or comment on this episode and also ensure to subscribe to us here on this channel. We'll see you again soon.